What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Unscripted, the show that brings you professionals from all walks of life, touching on their backstory, their mindset, and how they navigate through adversity and opposition, while providing you practical tips that might help you on your path. I'm your host, two-time Olympian, Olympic bronze medalist, author, and motivational speaker, Akeem Haynes. Now, let's get into the episode. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Unscripted and the season finale of the show. We have a special guest to help us close out the show in this season. But first, I want to take a quick second to say thank you. Thank you to every single person that has listened to the podcast this season, that has watched any episodes on YouTube this season. And of course, if you've been listening and supporting the podcast since day one, since season one, I truly, truly appreciate each of you. I believe in hope. I believe in encouragement. And I believe the best way how to move this world forward, I believe the best way how to provide and to spread hope is through storytelling. I hope that you've gotten that in this podcast. I hope it has helped you grow in some capacity. I hope it has helped you showing you a different perspective. And most importantly, I hope it has helped you in any form of your life. And I thank you for those that have shared, that have commented, that have liked, that have subscribed, that has let us know that the podcast is something that they look forward to hearing and watching and something that has helped them on their path. As we close out this season, if you've enjoyed the podcast, if you've gotten anything from it at any given moment, then I hope that you do me a favor and leave a rating and review of the show. I would love to hear how we can continue to improve. I would love to hear what you are all getting from it. I do not know when we will start up the next season of Unscripted, probably sometime next year. I don't have a date. I don't want to lie to you in that capacity. I'm not sure when the show will be back, but when it is back, it will be better than it has been before. We will continue to grow. We will continue to provide great quality conversations and applicable information that can help you on your path. So again, this is the last episode of this season, and I appreciate you for taking the time to rock out with me for an hour, 45 minutes each and every single time that a podcast episode is dropped. I appreciate each of you. So this week on the show, I'm joined by motivational percussion entertainer and event MC. He travels the country uniquely sharing his story and gift on stage. He's been a part of big events and big movies and shows such as the Summit of Greatness with uh, Lewis Howes. He's been a part of the uber popular movie Stomp the Yard, and he's been a part of different Broadway plays. He's been on many stages performing, and if you are a Cleveland Cavaliers fan, then you've been watching him during pregames and halftime shows for years. I could talk about all the great things that this man has achieved, but all in all, he's just someone who is trying to make a difference and make an impact and move in his gift everywhere that he goes. This week on the show, the season finale of Unscripted, Alec Simon stops by the show. In this episode, we talk about his upbringing. We talk about how he found his gift and why he's able to operate in it. We talk about what music means to him and why it's important. 
We talk about the promise he made to his mother and the motivation to keep going to fulfill that promise. We talk about work ethic, discipline, and how he intentionally blocks out the noise and distractions in his life. We talk about how he stays encouraged during challenging times. We talk about how the loss of his friend impacted his life. We talk about why he continues to speak his truth despite what others might think. And we also talk about the importance of hope and why we as people need to stay hopeful for what's to come. Alec wears his emotion on his sleeve. He talks honesty. He talks his truth. And he's always going to keep it as honest and transparent as possible because that's just who he is. This is an episode I truly believe you're going to enjoy and get a lot from. And I'm looking forward to hearing what you get from this episode. Again, thank you for everyone that has listened to the show over the years. Can't thank you enough for your time. I never take it for granted. So with all that being said, enjoy this week's episode with Alex Simon, and we'll see you for another season sometime next year. Enjoy the episode. God bless. I go to Columbus, Ohio for 24 hours and then fly back home. Then I'm home in Orlando for what? Uh, two days, then fly out on the 5th to Austin, Texas to MC the Zillow conference for Zillow with Jade Simmons. So then come man, right back after that. Yeah. Man, <laughs> and let me ask you this, man. Um, because I just want to get into it, man. This, this, yeah, no doubt. This, this isn't even actually how I usually start off the show, but man, when you're home for that small amount of time, man, what do you do from a one mental standpoint to get your energy right, but also two from a practical standpoint to make sure your body doesn't break down, man? Because that traveling, man, they don't tell you it, it can get you now. Yes, it can get you. I, um, what I, what I do is I, I stay in the gym, bro. I stay in the gym and I and I try to rest, but I still train. I, yeah. I, I train. A lot of people, a lot of people don't train because they may they they say, "Oh, I'm gonna take a day off." But I train even when I'm injured. I train when I'm tired. I train when I don't feel like it. Yeah, I mean, you know that you're you know you're a track star. You all had to do that too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's like even with like with like jujitsu last night, my body was sore, my neck was sore. Shoulder sore, but I still went. My pec, my right pec sore. I still went and trained. I worked around it. I held my gi and just used my left hand and used my legs. I figured out another way to 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 um to conquer my moves to 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 beat my defender. You see, what I'm saying I, I found out another way. Just like in life, so if somebody roll upon you, you have to protect yourself in life. You're not going to tell the negative bad person who's coming for you. Hey, man, I have an injury. I'm sorry. Can you take it easy on me? No, mm -hmm. no, you have to. It's it's time to roll. So I look at life like that. Nobody cares that Akeem's mm -hmm. tired. Nobody cares <laughs> that, that you're tired. Nobody cares that Alex tired. We still have to roll. We still got to roll. E and that's what I do. E I'm a firm believer, man, that in order to understand the person, you have to understand a little bit of the upbringing, the environment. Um, We've been following each other for, man, for a little bit now, man. And yes. we actually, it's, this is the first time we're actually meeting face to face. But. I see the smile, I see the message, I see the love, I see the purpose, I see the calling, but at the same time, 
there's always more to the story. There's always more behind that smile, man. So take me a little bit back to Steubenville, o o Ohio, man, when <laughs> your mom was a stage manager. Uh, yeah. What, what do you remember most about those early years growing up, man? And what did you learn from watching your mother at that time? Um, Even till now, watching her now, she works for the football, Pro Football Hall of Fame my mother works for. Her. But even like watching her and just knowing i knew what i wanted to do at a young age i knew what i wanted to do that's i'm gonna start off with their team i knew what i wanted to do and i think like i said in my one a lot of people don't know what they want to do a lot of adults but i learned if you keep going god's going to provide i learned if you keep going god's going to meet you halfway you have to do the work you got to do the work my mom was telling me you got to do the work uh, prayer, faith without what works is 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 dead, yeah. right? You have you have to do you have to do the work, and I believed and I believed. But as a kid growing up, I grew up in Smithfield, Ohio, Steubenville Byway, Smithfield, Ohio Valley. I just say just say Ohio Valley, born and raised. Um, now living in Orlando, Florida, which is which is uh, great. Um, back then, you know, you you cut the grass, you shoveled snow. I worked on a farm, baling hay, doing that stuff like that. It's the work ethic from them small country towns that you outdo a lot of people because there was no because you're out there working, yeah. cutting grass, and you it's good home hometown training. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I kept them morals with me as a kid into making an unstomp, being on Broadway, doing all that other stuff. But the main thing is right here, three, 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 three. And people say, oh, what is that? That's the angel. Yeah, angel number and all that other stuff. But the reason why I have it on my body is because my mother made $333.62 every two weeks to provide. Yeah. So when I was a kid, I used to walk past my mom's room and hear her crying. I'm like, mom, what are you, what's going on? Nothing. Get ready for school. She, you know, how, you know, you know, black, hey, nothing. Everything's all right. We have no clue as, as kids. Like, hey, what's going on? Everything's all right. Get ready for school. She told me, came like, what, four years ago? I was like, Mom, why why did you used to cry? She said, Alec, my check on. No, I said, Mom, how much did you used to make when I was a kid? She said, Remember, I used to cry and stuff. You used to ask me. I said, oh, Yeah, I remember. She said, I made $333 every two weeks to provide. Yeah. Crazy. What? Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, bro? So, so that is tattooed on me. So I said, Mom, one day I'm going to write you a check for $333,000, probably by next year. I'm going to write her a check for $333,000. Just give it to her. So that this is what keeps me going every day. Three, three, three. Because I remember in my mind, I remember my mom crying. I remember how that made me feel. Even to this day, when she like any of my aunts, I come from a big family. Anybody's crying, it makes me that gives me that gives me power. That gives me like strength. I turn into an Avenger. Like okay, we got to do it. And anything I did last week, all the money I made, and any any show I did, any show I emceed, it's over and done with. I act like I didn't even do it. I wake up every day, came like I have nothing. Man, I remember, man, uh, there's a time in my life when I was homeless very young, right? And mm -hmm. we ended up staying with a friend and my mom, she used to work a whole lot, a lot of night shifts and, and she would come home late and I'd always used to wait up, right? I'm a mm -hmm. 13, 14 year old kid. And I remember there would be times sometimes, man, where she would come in thinking that I was sleeping and she would be crying so hard that the bed would be shaken. And it always made wow. me think of like, there is a a... Pain can teach you a lot, but you got to carry it with you as well, too. There's always two sides to every coin, man. Right. What's right. what's the other part of that for you, E? Because 
I also read and heard, man, that, you know, you had a little bit, a little bit of a bullying thing when you were coming up, right? Mm -hmm. How do you now be confident in what you are, what you're able to do, that purpose, that calling, but no matter where you go, there you are. So the old you is still inside of you. So how do you handle that and be able to confidently move in your purpose and that gift? Fuel. <laughs> just like eating food. You need fuel, food to get your carbs, get your fuel. That just fuels me. It's, I keep a little pocket right there. Yeah, and the bullying thing, my best friend, Terry, white, Caucasian, whatever you want to call it, he got bullied. I didn't get bullied. I mean, there was racism back in my school, really, really heavy racism because there was only like maybe 15 blacks in my school. Yeah. Yeah, about 15. So it was heavy racism, but it wasn't no bully. It's just racial slurs. It wasn't no bully because they knew what time it was. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> they knew it. That, that's just it. Came, 100%. So they knew what time. But my best friend, Terry, skinny, Caucasian glasses, played in the band. We was, we was in Boy Scouts together. We fished. We did everything together. He got bullied. Mm. And then he committed suicide when we were 16. He ran out on the highway, ran out in front of a truck, boom. That's a whole nother, whole nother day, a whole nother story. Um, fast forward to what you're saying, what to make I keep that little pocket of the childhood right here to make me never forget, to make me never stop. Because I guarantee anybody who listens to this watching this, where's the where's the where's the camera at? If y'all are watching this interview, I guarantee, just like Steve Harvey, just like everybody says. I guarantee you it'll never happen if you stop. So you have to find your why. My why is my childhood. My why is the learned behavior. My why, even from you and me, we got mm -hmm. lied to as kids mm -hmm. just to make sure we was okay. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. Yeah. I say things people are afraid to say. We got lied to. Learned behavior. We got lied to. Hey, this mm -hmm. is what you do. No, no, this is... But you say, then you get older, it's like, why do we do things that way? So I'm making sure I keep that with me. And our parents just try to protect us. That's it. Like you said, your mom cried. You were shaking me. He's like, what's going on? She's yeah, not so telling you, me something. Of course not. Mm -hmm. She's not telling me something. So I keep that little, I keep my childhood in like a little, in like a little pouch. And that's why I think I, I think that's why my friends, they'd be like, man, you, you're successful. You travel. I just MC 24 shows, bro. 24. Schedule's crazy. Just, it's, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's a blessing. It's a blessing, but it's like I'm tired. My friend's like, bro, you need to live a little bit, blah, blah, blah. I was like, me and Carol, we have no kids. We live simple. I live below me. I love my loft. We live below me. I ride my motorcycle, go to the gym, stay home, watch my 80s uh, movies, look at my schedule, talk to agent. Okay, got to play these five states, go out, make the money, come home, and just live under the radar. I'm, a, I'm so much introvert. But I keep the killer instinct in me at all times, Kim. I keep that why, the childhood mom crying um you know other friends getting jordans i had name no name brand shoes that's why i don't wear really i got a million pair of jays now i just bought them just because i wasn't able to so mm -hmm. i keep all that stuff with me all that stuff with me every day but i wake up like i have nothing i wake up like i'm starting fresh every day i'm thankful and gratitude but i just wake up like you know i don't get a you know, big head because i see so my friends do that and then they lose everything Ma'am, what is the one thing that you're working on right now in your life or trying to unlearn? Say that. You got to ask me that one more time, bro. That was, what, deep. that was good. What is the one thing, let's say over the past five to six years that you've been working through in your life in this season or something that you are unlearning? 
Mm. Unlearning. Unlearning. I'm unlearning caring with people because I'm a people pleaser. Mm. Yeah. I love people. I love people. And if I don't, if if I'm smiling at you and hugging you, hey brother, what's up? Especially our own people. I mean, you got me on this thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk. I'm sorry, bro. I gotta go be ahead here. and talk, man. We only yeah, got come a couple on. minutes. We gotta Keem, talk. No, Kim, listen, I'm with you, bro. I listen, I seen you. I seen you. I get it, bro. You's on that, you's on that track. Um, our own people, we want to throw out the word community so much. Oh, you do this for the community, we need to do community. The people that say that are the ones sitting at home mm. like this. We need to do some. So, Kim, you can say, hey, I'm going to start a track thing for a community. I'm going to come in once a year at your hometown and do it. And then when you go on and be successful, you go to Olympics, and everything. Oh, he, oh, she was the Olympics. So what about the community? Why, why can't y'all do something? Why can't y'all yeah. do something for the community? Why are you telling me? So people are going to throw that word around when, once you're successful. That's one thing. I'm unlearning. I can care less what people say. That's one thing I used to care because I show love a lot. And when our own people look at you and say, man, look at you up and down, but then want to throw around this word community, black owned this, black owned that, black owned this, this is black owned, black owned this, black owned this. But then you, you dummies, y'all are the most ones hating on us, our, ourself. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we hating on ourselves as much? I'm not saying you need to go hate on another race. We all need to be together. You can't believe in God and treat people like trash. 100%. Come on, man, man. That's one thing I, I I don't care. I don't need to prove my blackness. Neither do you. That's one thing I got away from. Number two. Unlearning. I'm unlearning. To not take things personal. Mm. Talk to me a little bit about that, man. When was when was the most recent experience for you for that? Because that right there is something that often gets put under the rug a little bit because man you know we're emotional people emotional human beings we get offended probably a little bit more than we like to think we just brush it aside right. but we have to meet certain things with that courage and right in front of us so talk to me a little bit about that for you man um not taking things personal meaning i think for me me working on it say hey if somebody can't do something or somebody says they're going to do something, they forget. Don't take it personal. Alec, you're busy too. How many people have you said, oh man, I, I, I can't do it. Matter of fact, with you, mm -hmm. when you set up the Zoom, I said, King, we got to try to do this another day, but I'm, I promise you I'm going to do it because I want to do your things. I, I trust, you know what I'm saying? I, I support yeah. you. And look, we're here now. A lot of people don't tell the truth. They want you to think that they're this great person because social media, you know, it's like our validation. Same yeah, thing. Yeah. I say things people are afraid to say. Mm -hmm. I'm telling the truth on here. So people say, well, and he just he giving the secrets. Yeah, y'all. I canceled the first time he asked me to be on his show. I said, I can't do it because I was too busy. I was busy. Mm -hmm. I have to. I'm learning not to take things personal because if somebody tells me to do something and they forget, like, hey, I, I, I get it. I understand. I'm with you on that. Double booked. I'm with you. Even when, even when you have it written down in the books, I still write stuff down. In a notebook, even in my phone and on my computer, I still write it down. That's crazy. Like living in the look, near. So, hey, bro, hey, I, I got you. To. I got I you, to, bro. I have to, man. So that I'm trying to unlearn that. I'm trying to unlearn not not taking things personal and just taking things for what it is. It's it's helped me so much just to say, oh, okay. I'm in. I know what lane I'm in. I know what I'm doing. I'm not trying to please everybody no more. I'm done with that. It's funny. That, man. that was a big part.
because you were just talking about that too and 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 how this process happened i mean we couldn't do it the first time but then we got on the phone and i was just like look man like i'm never someone who is going to things change in everybody's life at the drop of a hat right something mm -hmm. can happen something can happen but when we got on the phone i was just like man look if it if it happens it's gonna happen he said he's gonna do it right there's a lot of things in life man that we will say one thing because it sounds good and then we won't follow through with it you talk about not allowing people to kind of get into your head into your space man when it comes to a no compromise setting boundaries for yourself what are some of those boundaries that you set for yourself to say you know what man i can't be a part of this i'm not about to subscribe to this i have to do this because it's easy to say you want to say no but it's different when you have to say no. How did you work on those boundaries for you? A hard no is 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 better than a than a fake yes. Mm. I mean, and that was I was opposite. I was saying yes to everything. Yeah, sure, sure, I got you. Yeah, sure, sure. Killing myself, killing myself. Yeah. But now it's to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm I I, I can't do it. I'm sorry sorry oh come on man especially when i go home like to ohio to visit when i go to ohio to visit it's like yo you're here just because you're coming to orlando don't mean we need to like hey we're gonna be the family's gonna be at disney alec we're going to we're coming to universal are you gonna be home <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be home but i don't need to i don't have to come see you hey i yeah. came hey i came you coming home you coming to visit hey man let me know when you're let me how come you didn't tell me you came in to visit why do i gotta tell you though yeah I'm just there to see my family, do the shows, and get back on a plane and fly back home to uh, Central Florida. That's all. Yeah. If I have more time, I might see you, but I don't have my. I'm I'm non-accessible now. Mm. Mm. I'm non-accessible. You can't get to me. I'm yeah. non-accessible. I'm very non-accessible. And people that you grew up with, people they they hate that. They hate that, or just friends in general, bro. And then you post a picture, like, yo, man, how come? Because I told the Cavs, Cleveland Cavaliers, I said, yeah. I'll come back and do some games this year since this is season 10 for the percussion. But I, I retired or I was like, I'm done. Did it. I brought bucket drumming to Ohio. I brought that arts form. And, you know, they do it. You know, we have the, you know, we call, we was called acoustics, called the two on six sticks. Now I brought bucket drumming to Ohio and I retired and I was like, yeah, I'm not doing it. But then they talked me. I was like, I'll do, I'll do one more year. I'll fly in and come do some games. Hey, Alec, let me know when you're going to meet the Cavs. Maybe we can get, I'm coming to work and get back on the plane and go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So that's, that's a, that's a hard that's a hard thing bro it's just like i'm i'm non-accessible i stay away from distractions to answer your question i stay away from distractions how many people have sent you a dumb TikTok video that has nothing to do with you growing you making money came better for your podcast and the next thing you know your butt is sitting there looking at it and the next thing you know you're scrolling for another half hour <laughs> looking at stuff and you should have been sending emails to your next lead to have your next guest yeah and we're like we're like, man, this they look at this. They they do it. Man, look at this. They, you see him fall? Man, hold on. And, I'm and like, the, wait a minute. And, and the videos are hilarious. Hilarious. Too. And you hilarious. they're funny. And you're like, man, I'm rolling. I'm sitting there screaming, hollering. And I'm like, man, I just wasted 45 minutes on TikTok and Instagram. That has nothing to do with my purpose. Yeah. Nothing to do with me making a check, changing a life, helping somebody, or nothing. And some things are good on Instagram. The, the motivation thing, I'll watch. I'll watch them like, hey, that'll help you. But the dumb things, we're sitting there laughing at. It's like, what did I just do? I yeah. stay away from distractions. You know why? Those are called non-refundable minutes. Mm. Mm. Non-refund. I can't get these. That half an hour, I can't get that back. 
That half an hour is gone on ha- on Halloween, October 31st. Uh, Keem sent me a, a dumb video on TikTok. I watched it for a half hour. I will never get them 30 minutes back on 2023. This date will never happen again. And I could have emailed two other people and figured out a contract for that or negotiate another contract. That That's what it is. Non-refundable minutes. Mr. Bobby Castro, one of my one of my people I look up to, Bobby Castro, told me that. Non-refundable minutes. Stay away from distractions. Everybody's so distracted. We're so distracted. Man, that's good, man. I got I got a couple more questions for you, bro. I want to get you out here on time, man. Oh, you're good, bro. Um, man, you've been in movies, do shows all over the country. When you're on stage, man, like my background comes from obviously playing sport, right? And then mm-hmm. I was was always speaking behind the scenes. When I wasn't in sport, I was speaking. But I would be talking to some other athletes, man. You know, guys are playing in the NBA, NFL, and they would say the moment that I touched the ball or touched this, like I knew this could be something. It just felt right for me. When you're on stage, man, and 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 you're playing and you're seeing the crowd and and you're emceeing and you're talking and you're giving this 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 feeling, creating this feeling. What does it mean when you're on there playing and, and and creating that feeling, man? What does it feel like inside? Like, explain to me a little bit about that 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 feeling because it can be fleeting, right? Because you can make it all about you when you're there, but it's much bigger mm. than that, right? So mm. when you're on stage, man, what does that feel like? What, what what is the purpose of you and what you try to get people to get when they see Elik on stage? I feel. I feel I feel free, <laughs> man. Mm. Come on, man. That's beautiful. Yeah. No, I feel free. Only time people say, aren't you nervous? That's the only time I feel free. Like I can float on a cloud is when I'm on stage in front of 30,000. I've been on stage in front of 85,000 in Brazil and Carnival. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 100,000 for the Cavs, um, for the Cleveland Cavaliers parade. You know what I'm saying? We won the championship, yeah. you know, when I was still living in Ohio. Uh, to where 10,000 people at a, at a thing or about 50 people, 100. I still give it a million percent and no matter who I'm, front, who, who I'm in front of, but I just feel free. And I know it's not, I'm using my gift that God put in, inside of me at, at birth to bless somebody else. I know uh, because the best thing for me is if I'm doing my school assemblies, I do school assemblies in between. Let me just introduction. I am Alex Simon. I'm an event, conference, trade show, MC. I come with a DJ, which is my drummer, Swiss Army Knife. Everybody in my group are Swiss yeah. Army Knives. They do yeah. different. They do different things. They cold yeah, my too. Drum- boy. Yeah. They oh, cold thank you, too, bro. Boy. Thank you, bro. So Some Chase is my cold. drummer. <laughs> Chase is my drummer, or he's the DJ. I have Rob. I have Brother Drill. I have Uncle Greg. I have Devin. I have I have several. I have Dallas. I have several people that I can use, but my main guy is Chase. Chase. He's my drummer. My DJ. Event host. Conference trade show conventions boom in between that i tour with pieces of a dream on a world tour jazz tour i play percussion and i MC for them i used to watch them on soul train when i was a kid been on tour (laughs) with them for seven years been on tour with them for seven years then when i'm not doing that in between i might do 10 school assemblies which is called my motivational musical where i tell my story about my best friend committing suicide sometimes or i really don't talk about that i talk about motivating the kids respecting your teachers teachers respect the kids and everybody coming to one to have a great to have a great school year. That's basically what my message is. All through music, elementary, middle school, and high school. I approach them all different. Yeah. But when I'm on stage, the best thing is when a kid 
who was big and bad. When we send him, like, oh, y- y'all got an assembly? He comes up to me with tears in his eyes, say, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that you, you was going to talk about motivating. You motivated me to be the best. I know I'd be clowning around. Or a teacher comes with with tears in her eyes saying, man, that was the best assembly. I've been teaching her for 26 years and we've never seen something. Or wow. an event where I'm emceeing wow. and somebody says, man, you, I, we know you're the MC, but sometimes I drop little gems in, you know, on stage as I'm emceeing. Um, they say, man, what you said about this and that just helped me. All these other speakers here at this event, but that one thing you, you said, because I feel like you're, I'm going to be authentic. A lot of events are plastic. People are plastics. They're trying to sell stuff. They're trying to do this. They're trying to do, hey, click the link below and click the link below. Hey, <laughs> hey, are you sitting there on your couch right now? I'm going to show you how to uh, cut the grass. For $49.99, your yeah, grass for can be cut in yeah, 20 minutes. Gr- in yeah, 20 minutes. Yep, yep. You know how to work, yeah, you know how to work a, a weed whacker? Click the link below, $2,000 a month. I'm going to show you how to do that. What? Yeah, I'm using my gift. God, I ain't got to do nothing. I get it. I get it. Don't get me wrong. Coaching's good because people ask me to coach. Hey, can you teach me how to be a speaker? Teaching somebody's different other yeah. than trying to rob somebody. Hey, I can teach you. Yeah, you could pay me money to for me to teach you how to speak. Probably speak and be on a stage in front of thousands, thousands of people so you're not scared. I can teach anybody that. Yeah. But my main thing is doing it for them, is doing it because I know that's what fuels me when somebody says, man, thank you. I was having a bad day and y'all just came out. And y'all was jamming. I was like, oh, thank you. That makes me feel good. I can get on a plane and go home and say, man, I did, I did my job. I did my job. On the down days, man, how how do you stay encouraged? Because uh, I know what's coming up. Mm. <laughs> mm. I know what's coming up. I know I know my play. I don't, I don't rest. I mean, I rest. But I don't rest. I, I set a goal. I set a financial goal every month. People need to do that. Black, white, Asian, Hispanic, anything. Y'all need to set a financial goal every single month. What mm-hmm. do you want to accomplish every single month? I set that goal. And if I'm shy of it, I go out and I, 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 I hey, hey, we need to, we need to, blah, blah, blah. we need to do this. We need to negotiate this, blah, 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 blah. I set a goal. I set a goal. I don't dim my light to be in a room. Get Get that, get that right. I won't change and dim my light and sell my soul to be in a room and get a big check. I just pray about it. God handles it. I do my work. Keep going about my day. Ding, 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 ding. Get all these calls, all these emails, boom, boom, boom. Bookings, booking, 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 booking. Checks, 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 checks. Oh, man, I reached my goal. Okay, next month. Same thing. I'm going to hit this. Yeah, that's what it is. I set a goal. I have a vision board. A lot of people don't. Yeah. How long, King? how How big is your team around you, man? Small, ha! small, small, but big, co- small, small but, but big. Yes, I got does. I have a lot of reach to a lot of celebrities, a lot of big influencers, a lot of people who people follow on Instagram who have millions and millions of followers who people see their content, their podcast. They see this. Number one is Lewis House. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Text Lewis, he'll text me, he'll text me right back. Mm-hmm. Another one, Wes Watson, who did 10 years in prison, level four. Always talking about being, you know what I'm saying? West is crazy. Text him, call me right back. Mark Evans, huge real estate. Go. Text him, call me right back. Eric Sprafford, text him, call him right back. Sean Whalen, lines not sheep. Text him, he texts yeah. me right back. It's just, it's just simple. These are people who's in who's in my phone. You know what I'm saying? Who's in my phone for forever? You know what I'm saying? And they're my friends, and I've emceed for them. Tim Ballard, you know what I'm saying? Same thing. I mean, anybody. I I text these people, they hit me back. But the number one thing about that came out. Now, listen to me. Even though I got their numbers, 
and I work and I work for them, work with them, whatever. I still don't take advantage of that, man. I, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't say, hey, if you if y'all love me, you can help me out. You're already helping me out by having me on your stage. I'm your MC. You know what I'm saying? You're posting me. You're putting me on your on your story. Okay, good. Okay, boom. I don't need nothing else. Just mm. help me out. Just help me because uh, you one one post one post for you to say, man, I I wish I could have so and so on my podcast. Have them on your podcast and then then put it on their page or their story. Hey, I was just on the Kingman Young podcast. It's a great podcast. Go follow him. That'll change your life. Yeah. And next thing you know, more people want to be on your podcast. That's all it takes. It takes half a second to help somebody else out. But people do not do it. Come on, man. Don't be fooled because they, they talk, they're selling themselves on Instagram. Oh, they just believe in yourself. Shut up because you'll never do that. You'll mm -hmm. never help, help nobody else out. You're doing that to get this mastermind. You're going to get this check, this coaching. You're doing that. You're selling yourself on Instagram to get people to pay you for some mastermind thing. Okay, that, that's cool. But then when it, when it comes down to it, to actually helping what you're teaching somebody, hey, go get it. Don't, don't wait. You know what I'm saying? Hey, knock on these doors. Okay, I'm knocking on your door. Can you just put this on your story? Oh, man. Or they don't answer you back. They read it. They don't okay, get you back. Come on, man. You. Don't get me man, started, bro. Man, don't get me started, look, man. we're going to have to do a part two, bro. I said I'd get you out of here in 30. I got to get Let you out see. of 30. I got... I'm good, man. I'm, they ain't even texting. Hold on. Man, I got... um. I got one more question for you, man. I'm going to get yep. you out on this one, man. No problem. You're good, um, bro. The other day, man... Um. I was thinking about, no, I went on a walk the other day. Um, I try to go on a walk almost every day. And I was on a walk this day, man. And and it it was early, but it wasn't early to the point where it was like pitch, pitch dark. Like the sun was about to come up a little bit. So I was walking, going along this path. And right when I entered the path and the trees started to cave in a little bit, you could see the sky started to open up and the sun started to came out. And I was thinking to myself, man, whether I'm inside or I'm outside, whether I'm sleeping or I'm awake, the, the the time is always going to keep rolling, always going to keep changing. And it made me just think about time. Correct me if I'm wrong on these dates, man, but last year you lost one of your friends, Kenny. Yeah. I've lost people in my life, man. And it, it it's tough to navigate through it because there is a pain that it brings you but also it has another part of it. One, their presence blessed you and existed. You got to know them. You got to know the heart. Mm -hmm. And it always reveals something in me. Mm -hmm. What? Talk to me a little bit about Kenny, man. What did you learn from him? What did you get from him? And the when his time here was gone, did that reveal anything to you? Kenny. That's the day he died. That's his flatline, right? I got it on my phone. Wow. Wow. That was his taking his last breath. So that was June. Yeah. June 21st. Kenny was like a big bro. He was 20 years older than me, but he's strong. He mind you, yeah. Tukey. Mind you, Tukey. He was strong. Kenny Tukey was. Tukey Williams, yeah. Yeah, he mind He was strong. Big bro. Always cussing up a storm. Always just mad. He Kenny was one of them dudes who was just. <laughs> I should call him angry black man. He was just mad, mad. Always talking about government stuff and politics and and how come he just he was just mad. But I loved him to death. That, that, that was one of my that, that was one of my brother. And he would shut down a lot. You know what I'm saying? Shut down a lot and just ghost. You know what I'm saying? And just be gone. And like, yo, why didn't you be like I was busy? But him passing 
let you know, like, whoa, people are passing at 50, 55, 60. My buddy, one of the best drummers in the world, just passed yesterday, Aaron Spears. He's on my page. He drummed for everybody. Yeah. Usher, Ariana Grande, everybody just passed. And his birthday was just four days ago. But Kenny, Kenny's passing was, was tough. And I didn't cry. When I when he passed, when it would beep, uh, there was a lady, Miss Carol, was in there. Kenny's girlfriend, Mary, who passed last year from a broken heart. She passed right mm. after him, out of nowhere. And then Kenny, when then one of Kenny's younger sons, his name is Kenny too. Everybody was crying, and I was like, "Oh, I was like, man, that's crazy." Just like the movies, I, I never seen that. And the nurses was like, "This dude just said that." I was like, "All right, y'all, I'll talk to y'all later." Didn't yeah. even cry, show no emotion. I just watched him take his last breath. I was like, just go, Kenny. He looked like he didn't want to go. You know, he started breathing heavier. I was like, just go, man. I'll see you. I'll see you again. Getting in my Jeep, came. I get in a wreck in the parking deck. Oh, because my mind was gone. I just, yeah. I'm back up. I was like, man, turned right into a wall. Didn't even realize I did. I thought the, I thought nothing was there. I was like, boom. What happened? Yeah. I was, I was like, I just got in a wreck. Car I had to get fixed, everything like that. And then, other than that, man, that was it. I didn't, you know, I left it alone. Spoke a little, spoke at his funeral, and that was it. That was it. Yeah, that was yeah, that was it. Kenny was yeah, Kenny. But Kenny did. I'm gonna tell you what Kenny did tell. You. He said, "Bro, Kenny always said, man, you got to think outside the box, bro. You got to think outside the box." He's like, you notice know because he was an inventor. He invented a lot of things. He's like, Ellen, you got to keep thinking outside the box, bro. Keep. He's like, who cares about them crazy mother? You know what I'm saying? Just cut. He's like, you got to think outside the box, bro. He always said that. He always yeah. said, think outside the box, always. So that's what I take from him. So that's why I try to be my own thing and do my own lane and do my own thing because I think outside the box. E, what is the best way for people to continue to support, man? And 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 the thing, the thing with you, man, is is uh uh for those who will con continue to follow and to support, man. The thing with you, man, is <laughs> one minute you might be on stage. The next, the next minute you might post a video of you on the airport. The next minute you might post a video of you on the gym, but it's all the same thing, right? And the same thing, mm. meaning that you are speaking about life, how mm -hmm. you maneuver on stage, you are bringing hope, you are speaking and maneuvering in life in different ways. And I think we all do that in some capacity, but sometimes we're afraid to double down on it because of what we feel like other people might think, man. So what is the best way for people to continue to support? What is the avenue that you're on the most? And I want you to leave us with the word of encouragement before we get out, man. Best way you can support me is just, you know, follow me on Instagram. I tried, I try to take a break on social media. Y'all don't let it define you. Like Denzel said, he's I, I dare y'all to put your phones down for a week. And I take breaks from Instagram and social media for like seven, eight days. And then it's crazy y'all because people, think something's wrong with you when they don't see you posting. That's how bad we are. That's how bad it's gotten. Hey, man, you good? I'm fine. Yeah. I'm, eating, I'm eating cereal, watching in, in the heat of night. I'm fine. But the thing about it, the thing, classic hey, movie, the thing, by the way, come on, man. The thing about it is, though, I try to I try to step back. But Instagram at Alex Simon, E-L-E-C-S-I-M-O-N on all platforms, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. I don't do TikTok that much. I do. But but I don't. Um, and the, a good quote to leave, to leave with y'all, I got like kind of two, so just bear with me. Just two of them. Here's my first one. My own thing. No matter what you do, no matter how great you do it, 
You could be the most lovable person on the planet. You can go outside and it's 90 degrees and sunny and post a picture of you with the sun beaming down on you and pony say, hey, everybody have a great day. God bless you all. Somebody in the world is going to say, well, it could rain on you. What about that good day? No matter what you do. So you know what? Alex Simon's advice that I learned from other people, go all in. Go all in. Yeah. Don't leave nothing behind because no matter what, somebody's going to say something. And last but not least, avoid people who are close with people who dislike you, who mm. want you to lose. Avoid friends who you who you love. You might be somebody you love, like avoid friends, but they're close with people who want to see you lose. They're always joking and throwing jabs at you. Always remember there's jealousy in between jokes, so don't be fooled. Man, I always joke. Come on, man. Man, I always say uh, uh, you could you could you could find a way how to cure world hunger, and someone would say, "Why'd you do it like that?" Right? Like, oh. like why? Like, why'd you give him two pieces of bread? And you could have yeah. gave him one, and could I'm just oh. like, all right, man, you come you on, think man. About, you think about right, the just go, stuff. just go all in, just go all in, just go all in, no matter what, y'all. That's so true. <laughs> oh my God, that is true. That's a good. I'm gonna steal that one if you don't mind. That's you can end that. world hunger. They say, "Why'd you end it that way? You shouldn't end it on a Tuesday." Why would you end it on Thursday? It makes no sense. No, why? Why did you oh. give him juice and not water? So, oh, man, e, goodness, man, man, this has been great, man. We could have talked honestly, bro, for another hour and a half, probably yes. two hours, man. <laughs> no, uh, no, we're gonna no, we're gonna do a part two. That oh, makes sense. We have definitely. on different shirts. We'll it'll be like a, it'll be like a Netflix series. Send it to Netflix. We have on different. We have on different uniform, different shirt. I wear like a different hat. And have like a fake coffee cup. We'll have nothing in the coffee mug though. Oh man! <laughs> hey, where man. are you located? Where are you I'm located? In, I'm in Charlotte right now. Oh, you're in Charlotte. Oh, okay, you mm -hmm, okay? Mm -hmm. You up right up the road? I'm in Orlando. Okay, cool, man. Man, before before you go, before you head out, man, before you start traveling all over again, bro, I appreciate you, man, because thank you. You don't meet a lot of people who are who they say they are, right? right. And so you right. are who you say you are, man. And and the way how God is moving in your life. I don't want to say it's the beginning because he's already brought you through a beginning. But sometimes in certain seasons, you don't know how God is going to use you, but you have to show up in order for him to do it. And you are doing just that showing up, man. So Thank have you. a great rest of your day, my brother. Let's you, continue brother. to keep in touch. Anything that I can do to help, to pray, whatever you need, man, seriously, hit me and we'll do what we need to do, man. It's always, always love and respect from me to you, my brother. Awesome, man. God bless you, bro. Thank All right, man. You, we'll talk, brother. Thank you. Peace.